This is Mackenzie Milton. This is Steve Levy from ESPN, and you're listening to One Night Stand. One Night Stand. Sem condição sabe ter passeio. Just one night stand. This is one night stand. Presented by First Watch, the official breakfast and lunch sponsor of One Night Stand. What up, Night Nation? It's week three, and the 2-0 undefeated Knights take on Villanova at home. On today's show, we recap the thrilling 18-16 last-second win with a 40-yard Colton Boomer field goal versus Boise State on the Smurf turf. Obviously a bittersweet game as our quarterback, John Rice Plumley injured his knee on one of the last plays. We'll talk about all that, a little look-ahead Villanova, a little look-ahead-ahead Kansas State, and as always, Money Moves Picks, Moves Mailbag. Speaking of, I'm here with... Money Moo, UCF rolled into Boise with a 1-0 record and took their sweet time to find the end zone when R.J. Harvey bowled his way in from five yards out in the fourth quarter for the first watch, first score. Congratulations to Joseph at P. Gilly for getting the closest. You have won a $25 gift card to first watch. It was a high-flying but low-scoring night game for the Knights as they racked up 520 total yards, but just enough points to scoop past Boise when Colton Boomer split the uprights as time expired. Knights 18, Boise 16. We played really, really well on offense, and we played pretty good on defense. We just had, you know, those two, the two worst drops ever because they both turned into picks and they were going to be touchdowns and you know if it wasn't for that we dominate this game it's a two-score win JRP doesn't get hurt unfortunately and of course he played like the game of his career but I don't know that's football um what were your kind of overall thoughts from uh from the couch this week you know I think we've just been getting like really unlucky with a lot of things um the offense has been actually a lot better than you know, the scoring yeah. uh, that you see in the box score, number one rushing attack in the country, uh, the UCF Knights. How about it? Um, well, we but, mean, between we play an FCS school, but yeah, <laughs> but still, well, it. no, I mean, they weren't an FCS. They're in the oh. Mac. They're a group of five team. Oh, okay. I'll I kept it. saying, I don't know why I kept saying that last week. Yeah, like, me too. They were division two, II, division two, and they're not, they're in the Mac. Huh? But they are the worst. According to the power ranks, they literally are the worst team in the country. So, anyway, it's basically an FCS. But anyway, I think we've just been getting really unlucky. The turnovers, big key with me always, minus three so far in two games. Horrible. One of the worst in the country. Um, You know, and I think the, the defense played fine. Uh, there was a couple big plays that we gave up, but I think we overall, I mean, Boise has a good, good offense. You know, they didn't do well last week or the week before because, you know, they're playing at Washington, but usually on their home turf, just like UCF or basically any other college, it's like you play way better at home than on the road. And for us to go across the country in a road game where I, I don't know, how is the environment? It was awesome, man. Um, it got really, really loud on some critical plays. 
in the fourth quarter, especially on that last drive, obviously, um, I was in the middle of all Boise people, and I was just like hyping up the crowd <laughs> when they were on defense because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> Did you make any friends or? Yeah, what? dude, all the people around me loved me, or at least. They didn't say anything bad to my face. As soon as I went to the bathroom, they're probably like, oh, this idiot in a neon polo. Um, no, dude, the the hospitality there was awesome. The people in the stands were awesome. Uh, I almost felt bad for them. Like, What a crappy way to lose a game. Um, I mean, the same thing happened when Boise came to Orlando. I know. Remember that Boise guy was sitting next to us like the nicest guy ever. Yep, and <laughs> we were so down in the dumps because we were down twenty-one nothing, and he was like, "Oh, I came all." I think he was lived in Atlanta, but he's been like a lifelong Boise fan. Uh-huh. I don't know how I remember this, but him just being so excited to be up twenty-one nothing, <laughs> watching us come back, it was. <sighs> it did kind of make me feel bad for him a little bit. Yeah, but they. I mean, they couldn't have been nicer. Um yeah, I mean, you know, the JRP thing obviously stinks. Um, could have went out of bounds, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um What did I say last week? Protect your... I know he slid, but still. You know, he could have stopped the clock, too, or I guess it would have stopped... I don't know. Just get out of bounds, but whatever. Well, um, obviously, we were hoping for the best, expecting the worst. Um, I guess Gus said he's going to be out a few weeks. You know, what that means, I don't know. Uh, I don't have high. I it, mean, I hope he gets back soon, but like, it looked bad, and I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel, you know, unless he's a hundred percent. I mean, you know, and really, it's gonna come down to Timmy. Um, it's Timmy's time to shine. The scheduling couldn't have been better with having uh Villanova. I don't know what the, they're a basketball school this week. That should be an easy game, and he'll get you know a full game of reps with the ones and, you know, obviously a full week of practice with the ones timing couldn't be better because we have one of our hardest games of the season on the road at Kansas state next week. But I think Timmy's ceiling could potentially be higher. Uh, Cause you know, he's obviously a great athlete. He's shown, you know, flashes of some really, really good passing skills. We just don't know. So I don't know. It just, how many years in a row is this with our freaking quarterback? I mean, it seems like every year, it's almost happened every year. I mean, I don't I, know. The, here's the here's the other thing. Like, I don't want to. I know after week one, like I saw a couple drives from Timmy, and I was like, all all on the Timmy hop, you know, all on Timmy train, and uh, the Timmy hype train. And I don't know, man. I got I'm I'm with you. I'm glad that he has a game to go under his belt before we go to Kansas State. But like you said, this is our second hardest. According to the power ranks, this is our second hardest game left. Should be about an eight-and-a-half-point underdog at Kansas State in two weeks. So we'll have to take a look when the line comes out. But, you know, on the other hand, this could be a Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady kind of situation where, (laughs) you know, we had a serviceable quarterback with – had a high ceiling was good and all of a sudden it's like timmy could come in and start lighting it up and then what do you do would never look back you know if he goes into kansas state plays well and we win that game i you know i I don't see how we could go back I, i don't know you know it's um well i mean it's three four weeks so it depends like look you got villanova 
Then we got Kansas State. Then we got Baylor. Timmy wins those three games. Are you going back to JRP when we go to at Kansas? If he lights it up, there's no way. And I don't think there's any way he does that either. He'll probably play like one or two really good games and have a bad one. I mean, here's the thing, you know, if we go into Manhattan, Kansas and get whooped, like I I won't be that upset. I mean, it stinks, but it's like there's nothing we could do about it, you know? It, it It's almost to be expected if you've got a backup guy coming in. And Timmy could still end up being really good. That's just a, I mean, dude, it's our first ever Big 12 conference game. And he's going to have one start in the last two years under his belt. So we got to be realistic at the same time. Like, I have really high hopes, but I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't turn out well, I, I think is the best way to say it. Yeah. So quarterback play, uh, yet another week where we have to question what's going to happen. I don't know. Uh, what'd you think about the play calling? Cause I thought it was like night and day from the first game. Now I know it's completely different teams we were playing, but it, it seemed like the first game, everyone's like, Oh, it's a vanilla offense. Like he didn't show the whole playbook, but then he showed the, I don't know if he showed the whole playbook, but he definitely showed more of it, and I was le- less than thrilled, uh, let's say. What, what were your thoughts? I mean, I think we look good at times, and we look kind of mundane at times, and then we did some dumb shit, but like that's I'm used to that. I don't know. You know, we, we spread the ball out yet again, which I like. Oh, we forgot to mention R.J. Harvey has some kind of injury too, I'm pretty sure. Um, that I'm not as worried about because we have like, you know, three, four other running backs I think are more than capable, but obviously still sinks, still stinks. Thank God we won this game because yeah. we would be... <laughs> this would have been really bad if we had lost. Yeah, like your best... We're questioning two, the whole rest of the two season. Two of your best players get hurt, and we. I made a freaking, you know, 16 hours of travel to be there for a day and a half just to watch us lose because of some drop touchdowns. Oh. But... yeah. Pretty anyway. Pretty weird. Winning, but what do you think about like so the fourth down call with the wild McDonald that was wildly successful the first game where I claimed that uh, it was going to be unstoppable and then of course the first time that they do it he just like runs right into the wall. I don't know if he like needed to slice a humble pie, but he didn't have that like turbo spin up that he had the first first game yeah i, I guess he just thought he was gonna bowl right into the, the line and get a yard i don't know bigger opponent good, too i mean good opponent. slice of humble pie for the freshman uh so he you know we'll t- we'll turn it around we'll turn it back around next game i don't think we should go away from it though like just because it didn't work once no i i agree uh and he he's 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 a really good running back um all right, have we not talked about Colton Boomer yet? We're 10 minutes in. We have not talked about Colton <laughs> Boomer. What are we doing? The MVP of the game. I mean, actually, I would say him and JRP could each take. Because, like I said before, JRP played the game of his life. But because of those unlucky drops and those unlucky interceptions, um, it came down to Colton Boomer. And holy crap, you know, four for four with two makes from 50-plus. I can't remember the last time. We had a 50-plus yard field goal. It must have been Matty Wright, probably. Um, and obviously, I mean, UCF is kicker you, dude. And, and yeah, uh, Prater, right? He's, put, he's putting his name up there on the Mount Rushmore of kickers. Maybe by the end of the of the end of his oh, tenure, yeah. it's got to it, be. He, it, it'll be yeah. It'll be Prater, Boomer, 
Matty Wright and Sean Moffat, right? I mean, basically, I, yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to have a an episode of that, like Fab Five Fab Best five. Kickers <laughs> in UCF history. Who gets, who gets fifth? Obarski? No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, Dylan Barnes? Absolutely insane. Colton Boomer, 18 of 19 in his career. Still his only miss of his entire career is that stupid 65-yarder <laughs> that Gus made him go for. They're like, didn't he like almost make it? Or did it get blocked or something? I don't, I don't remember. I think it was like dead on straight, but it ended up being like 10 yards short. But that was weird because he was like, oh, they weren't supposed to snap the ball. I don't know. Um, you know, at the end, If though, that goes on to be like his only miss of his entire career, wouldn't that be hilarious? I mean, not hilarious, but I don't know. Like ironically funny, but kind of yeah. shitty. No, I agree. Um, at the end, though, I was like, honestly, like, if he misses this, I can't even be mad at him because he made – Three other oh, field yeah, goals, no. two from 50-plus. I mean, it's like, how much can he ask of the guy? But apparently, there's no limit to what we can ask for from Mr. Colton Boomer. How many NFL teams or college teams are, like, so envious, envious of us, like, <laughs> with our kicking situation? Like, how many years did we go with the, the most questionable <laughs> of all questionable kickers? Dude, we couldn't get some guy from, like, the soccer team? <laughs> we had nothing. So anyway. I don't know, but dude, we would have won a couple more games in those three, four years if if we had. Oh, absolutely. Decent kicker. Put but. a put a check mark next to this one. We weren't winning this game without him. So. No, not at all. So a uh, couple other things from the game. Uh, yo, how bad is the turf on TV? Because here here's the thing, in person, it does not hurt to look at. Like, you can see the players and everything fine. But at least I remember from watching some replays, it, like, wasn't f- – but I didn't watch the whole game. So what were your kind of thoughts on that? I didn't think it was that big of a deal, really, for me. I don't know. Maybe my TV settings were already adjusted correctly or I just <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> it was a late game, so there were a couple beers consumed before, during, <laughs> and after. I don't know, man. I just uh, I feel like the lead up to this game was just everyone making a big deal and complaining. It's like when you're there in person, you can clearly see the guys, even though they're in the same color jerseys as the field. Like you can see them running around because they're people in the fields on the ground. And I was at field level almost down there. Like maybe if you're up high, but I don't know. I, I just feel like it was a non-factor that's been absolutely blown out of proportion. But fun to talk about on Twitter, so. What do you think about I want to talk more about the defense too like I did not see us getting hardly any pressure on that quarterback. No. And, and we started to a little bit when that other when their quarterback went down and it was the other guy Maddox Madsen. Cool name. Is it though? Or a dumb name. <laughs> For like a 5 it, They said he was 5'10". There's no way. He looked he, he really looked like little. He was 5'7". How tall was the 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 starter? He looked like he was 6'8". The other six guy was huge. Yeah. yeah. He was like the tallest guy in the field at all times. Huh. But yeah, the, other, the second guy they put in, I mean, good for him. Like, true freshman, like, have no no chance of like sniffing the field that game without an injury dude that freaking that freaking fourth down that cost me the spread i don't know how he wiggled his way and snuck it to the first down because we like had him in the backfield 
You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't like, know. It was like one of the last. I think the, they scored a touch on the next next play, but we had him. It's like fourth and five or fourth and eight. Oh yeah, yeah. You're just like whoop whoop whoop. I was like, yes, we get him. Oh, dude, UCF minus three. Of course, <laughs> right before the game, I'm like, ah, send some more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even though I lost both of my games, at least I didn't give that as one of the. Uh, you got a, you week, got a so. system and you stick to it. All right, anything else from this? No, I just wanted to say uh it I thought it was a a roller coaster of a game. It was pretty boring during the middle when we weren't, you know, really scoring or anything. Um I thought the announcers did a good job. Same two announcers as the first week and uh, I think they called like, a fair game. I think they we were pretty funny too. Yeah, they were pretty funny, and uh, the guy, the head guy, I don't know what his name is, but he kept it pretty exciting. I like when they get like super animated with the touchdowns, too, so I thought they called a good game, and uh, how about the refs? What did you think about the refs? You know, it's when you're, when you're there in person, man, especially if you're at an away game, they don't show replays of anything questionable, so it's like really hard to tell. I mean... There's that the slide at the end. Obviously, I've watched the replay a bunch of times, and he was sliding when he was hit. But like, I think when the defender made the decision to go after him, he was still kind of a ball carrier. It, I don't know, man. It was it was really close. Uh, obviously, I was you know screaming like bloody murder at the time for targeting or something. So I'm like, we somehow need to get a touchdown so I can cover. And I didn't even know he was hurt because. He popped up on the sideline, and I'm so low, I can't really see behind, like, all the people standing around him. And I saw I went back in the game, and I didn't see how he was limping after the handoff because I was watching the guy with the ball, you know. Um, and then we kind of find out, found out after, and I started to see some of the, you know, the pictures and stuff online. But uh, what did you think about the refs? I thought they called a pretty fair game, except for that. Tar- I mean, I still don't understand how that wasn't targeting. Yeah, like or or like made. a late hit or something. Again, I've yeah, I've only watched like one angle of the replay, and I I, get, I don't think they showed more. But you know, in, in real time, it, it was kind of a bang bang play. Is all I'm gonna say. Oh, I, I don't know. One other thing I wanted to go back to was the play calling of. I don't understand like running Johnny straight up the middle. It's like who the heck was the guy's coach? I can't even remember his name. The Heupel? bum at Tennessee. Hypel. <laughs> I wanted to say Howard for whatever reason. Oh, he kind of looks like a Howard. Um, anyway, Hypel like would run. Yeah, actually, he kind of does. Hypel running Greg McRae like straight up the middle. Oh, my God. For no reason whatsoever. Like, the, Johnny's the same or, way. Johnny's or, or not Killens. that much bigger. Same thing. It makes no sense. Like, they did it like three or four times, and I, I don't know. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes maybe those plays are open. I I don't know. I'm not an X's X's and O's guy. So, whatever. Maybe maybe they do that because, like, you can't just always run outside with the same guy and then they just, like, won't guard the middle, you know? A lot of, you know, a lot of these plays are to set up other plays. You get, you get three chances, so you can do that kind of stuff. I don't know. Turnovers, got to clean up the turnovers. Although, I mean, it was kind of two flukes, but usually turnovers are fluky. 
Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. Those aren't, I don't know. You know, those aren't on, I mean, they're on the receivers. So they are turnovers. They're just not, it's not the person's fault who it usually is. It's usually a ball carrier or a quarterback. And these are pass catchers, you know? Yeah. Very well, anyway, unlucky. we got a week to heal up, rest up, and, uh, you know, Villanova this week, 6.30, like in these night games, uh, 6.30 kickoff. Villanova actually 2-0, and uh, and they have been scoring a decent number of points. I think they're averaging like 45 points. So, we'll have to see. Maybe Timmy gets in a shootout here with Villanova, but, um, you know, also can't take him lightly. Because anything can happen in uh, some of these FCS games, especially when we're starting a quarterback who doesn't have that many starts under his belt uh, for a yeah. new team. Good old battle of the undefeated. Is Villanova an FCS team? Yes. Okay. I do know that. Okay. Is Where it, is Villanova, by the way? Uh, I know this. Uh, Philly. It's in Philly. Hey, yo. Which is in which? what state? Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania. Geography probs. Hey, you. All right. Um, no, I knew you. I gave you a softball yeah, on that one. I appreciate one. it. I knew you knew that one. <laughs> little, little, little look ahead ahead. Kansas State kickoff announced 7 p.m. Central, so 8 p.m. Eastern. Under the big lights, man. First Big 12 game. I'm, like, scared. Dude, no one's going. <laughs> and I've, I've watched... I, I watch a couple games just to, like, see what the crowd's like. Right behind the bench is, like, always all K-State fans. So I'm just going to be in, like, a massive sea of purple. And I can't wait. I mean, what – okay, where's Manhattan? Where do you even fly into? It is two hours west of Kansas City. And I had a direct flight there, and then they just decided to close the airport for three months and, like, move my flight. <laughs> Not direct, but wait. Kansas City airport's was, closed. No, no, no. I had a flight to Manhattan, like from through Dallas Fort Worth to Manhattan specifically, and then I got a thing saying, "Oh, we moved oh. you to Kansas City," and I, I, I was like, "Why?" And I started looking for other flights, and there weren't any. And then I just Googled it, and they're like, "Oh, airport's closed for repairs for three months." So I huh. um Dallas to Manhattan, really. I was so surprised when I had it booked too, but yeah, American flies there very limited routes or whatever, but it actually worked out good. And now this hmm. sucks. I got a two hour Uber and I have a six thirty flight home Sunday, which I obviously have to change. There's no way. I two can hour it. Uber. Yeah. Or, Why would you not rent a car or bus or whatever? I, two hour drive is I, I'm just, I use Uber as just like a verb of, traveling when you're on vacation I'll, I'll figure something out that's cheaper obviously <laughs> that's insane um so no one else you know is going carson's going oh the esquinazis are going all three of them but it's it's limited man like there's mm -hmm. not i was asking everyone at like the happy hour thing and the shareholder thing there's not a ton of people going everyone's going to oklahoma which i get but like i don't know it's our first big 12 game Imagine we win and there's only like 200 fans that can ever say that we're our first Big 12 win. Or maybe I'm just overhyping it up in my head. I have no idea. But to me, it's a big deal. Well, maybe you'll be the one that, that's there. I don't know. I'll storm the field, baby. <laughs> 
All right, but that's in a couple weeks. So how about we go to picks now? All right, so now it's time for our favorite segment, Money Moves Picks of the Week. All right, just to update you from week one, we were in the middle of the FSU-LSU game while we were recording. Florida State, big winner. So first week, 2-0. We had Utah and Florida State. Free money. So you... So you knew what was coming next. The 0 and 2 week. Classic. We had we both losses uh Bama minus 7. Couldn't really watch the game because I was, you know, it was during the Boise State game. Uh but I watched the end and I don't know, Texas. I I think it's more of Bama isn't as good anymore than Texas is back. But we'll see. And Nebraska couldn't have been more wrong on this with the final score in the end. But I will say that the first half seemed like we had the right pick. We were on the right side. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Sims, good Lord, he's terrible. Really bad luck for Nebraska. Colorado just couldn't get anything done in the the first half. And then all of a sudden, halftime, and they just give up. Well, you keep giving them the ball back over and over and over in good field position, and eventually a team with good players is going to figure out how to score, and eventually the defense is going to get tired. So, yeah, I wasn't. I, I I had them, and I wasn't terribly pissed off. It felt like you know, at least for the first half or first, I don't know, thirty-five minutes. You know, we were on the right side, and you know, after that, it's like you know, you can only make so many mistakes, but. Wasn't 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 mad about it. It's not like they got blown out. Besides, in the box score, right. <laughs> so, anyways, got two big picks for you this week. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at MoneyMooUCF, where I break down all the projected betting lines for every game this season that UCF has. Uh, I usually tweet that out first thing Sunday morning, so everyone has you know, what the lines are going to be or what my projected line is going to be. So we got the first pick. We're going to stay in conference for this one. We're going to take TCU minus seven and a half at Houston. Look, Houston, terrible this year. I don't know what's wrong with them, but down 20, somehow they came back miracle and beat Rice. They were down like 28, nothing to Rice. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, (laughs) TCU barely losing to Colorado. That doesn't look as bad anymore. Nope. Wasn't really like a, you know, now that Colorado's a top 20 team, what are they like 16, 17? Uh, TCU's not even ranked. Something like that. Yeah. So seven and a half TCU, they'll get it together. And they're just in the national title game last year. Houston, big rebuilding year. I don't know if they... If they have like a te- a really terrible year, I could see Dana Holgerson leaving. Which is crazy. Getting kicked out. Yeah, I mean, he was supposed to be the big bad hire for the American, you know, coming over from West Virginia. And, uh, yeah. The rare P5 never to really, G5. Yeah, never really did anything for him. I think they were in one New Year's Six Bowl, maybe. Wasn't Clayton Toon okay? Clayton Tune's good. I mean, he's the he's a backup in the NFL right now. I think for he the might Cardinals. start over. Yeah, and after Josh Dobbs' uh, epically poor performance this week, <laughs> I would definitely go with Clayton Tune over 
uh, Dobbs. Yeah. So anyway, TCU minus seven and a half. Kind of a week, uh, week one slate of games for NFL besides like two or three games. Obviously, that Jets. You know, game it's kind of nuts. a week slate of college this week. Is there any well. ranked matchups? No ranked matchups. Uh, bunch of cupcake games. Dude, US, I don't know. USF Bama. I might actually go yeah, to that. I kind of looked at that line. I think it was like 32 and a half. I don't know. USF could like, just to like make my life miserable, you know, did, you know, they might cover <laughs> or just lose 60 to nothing. I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those but, ones uh, where there's no outcome that wouldn't surprise you. Right. Exactly. Or that would surprise you. Wait. So second pick, kind of an odd one, but I feel good about it. We're going to take Western Kentucky plus 28 at Ohio State. Ohio State really underperforming this year. Couldn't even cover the spread against Youngstown State. Seriously. I mean, it was it was like 21-7 in the third or fourth quarter, and they were like 30 or 40-point favorites. Like, they're just favored by too much. Western Kentucky, uh, 2-0, and 45 points a game that they're averaging. So giving them four touchdowns, even though it's in, in Ohio state, Western Kentucky, they got a running back last name Poindexter. So, I mean, how could you lose Poindexter up the middle for the score? Western Kentucky. Interesting pick. I'm not a fan of the big spread games really on either side, but they are fun. If you do bet them, so you got a lot of cushion. You're kind of always in it. You're always in it, dude. Until it's a blowout. But usually you're in it until like the third quarter, no matter what. And uh, it, it's usually just a matter of trying to figure I, out like, I mean, what pace you're I see a little 40, 41, 14. That's a winner. There we go. <laughs> All right. So to recap the picks, we're going to go with TCU minus 7.5 at Houston and Western Kentucky plus 28 at Ohio State. Let's get, get that, that money. money. Like a seven out of ten. We're we're in sync, and then I think I stopped too soon. But anyway, all right. Last up, we've got Moose Mailbag, where we answer everyone's submissions. Thank you all for tweeting me those questions, and please subscribe, rate, and review where while we have you right now. First up's from Nathan Kengel. The ACC added Stanford, Cal, and SMU for the inevitable departure of FSU, Clemson, and Miami. After that, the ACC and Big 12 were merged together and bring back regionality to the sport we all love and adore. Thoughts? It's definitely possible. I mean, I could see that happening. Or just, dude, it's like a giant pot. You just stir it up and <laughs> whatever comes see how out. much money pops out. I don't know. <laughs> It's all for money. They're going to see that this doesn't like work, dude. Like freaking Cal. Cal and the ACC. Okay, Cal women's soccer has to fly. It, the worst is softball because they play so many games. Why don't they just keep you know? all those sports? In the, like, dude, we play soccer in, I think, like the ACC or something like that. Like, why don't they keep those in regional? Everything else in like regular. Uh, conferences and and just do foot because football is so much different than the other sports. That's where all the money comes from. All the other sports are like 
they're like high school sports compared to I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They're I not mean, basketball. Then it's like where do you draw the line on basketball? I'm like women's basketball. Oh, baseball. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they'll figure it all out. It's like anything else. There's gonna be some weird transition stuff, but they end up figuring it out. Um, I could see that happening. I mean. Although without those three schools, the ACC doesn't have a ton of weight. But you know, at, combined with the Big Twelve, wouldn't wouldn't be the weakest conference. But I, I think we all know where this is heading. I think um, it's heading to two big conferences, and you know, the next round of realignment is probably going to be about twenty thirty, twenty thirty one, when all the um, you know these current TV deals get ready to expire, because that's what's you know forced the hand on on the last two rounds and. I think right now we're we're on like a seven year um, audition for the SEC, is what it is. Why don't we just have like all Power Five conferences merge, and they're just everything is called the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> just college football. You're either in the SEC or you're not. That's it. Yeah, I don't like nothing else matters. Here's another thing too. Like, why did Texas and Oklahoma want to go to the SEC so bad? Yeah, they're getting more money, but if they had stayed in the Big Twelve. They probably would have got close to as much, but also had a little bit easier of a schedule, although not with us joining. But you get what I'm saying, though. Like, there's no yeah. Bama, there's no Georgia. I don't see the upside. A little bit easier upside. schedule, like, I would say higher ticket sales because you have, well, I guess it doesn't matter for home teams, but I guess general, I don't know how that all works, but, you know, the Oklahoma and Oklahoma State rivalry would would continue you know texas and oklahoma state like it, it it's all regional just right. like it, it's a huge economic boost when we play usf right mm-hmm. because the, they ne- they don't fill the stadium we're a big opponent yeah you know it's yeah. the same thing if we go to fau like the attendance for us versus fau when we played them in fau that had to have been like their top uh top ticket grossing, you know, game of the year. Right. Maybe right. even the last couple years. So I don't know if that's like small potatoes compared to the TV dollars. It probably is. But to me, that kind of makes more sense. I, I don't know. We don't know anything, to be honest. <laughs> we just talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Through a couple iPhones. All right. Uh, his next question is from Jeffrey Sparks. Do you think that JRP may have a concussion, and is it not been disclosed since he has a leg issue? I have no idea, but if he did, then I don't see any reason to disclose or tell it to everyone. Like, what's the point, you know? Dude's dealing with enough right now, but who knows? You know, they're not required to report injuries, so there's a lot of things we don't know. Hmm. hmm. Maybe he has a concussion and no leg injury. <laughs> I mean, out a few weeks. I don't know. What could it have been? We all saw what his leg did. Like, what injury could you be out from I, for sure? So, I would just wouldn't have said anything. It's day to day. Know. Day to day. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is day to day. Life is day to day. It's true. It's true. Um. Next question from Brian Wild Bill Peterson. How much, if any, do you expect the offense to change with Timmy taking the QB1 slot with JRP out? Well, you know, I did see that Timmy has a cannon. Now, is it accurate? I don't know, but I guess we'll 
rather find out against Villanova than than Kansas State. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see some deep shots. You know, these receivers are obviously fast enough. Okay, yeah, we had a couple drops, but in the last game, but that really hasn't been a huge issue. Nope. Last year, and- you know, especially with the top two Hudson and Baker, and then you throw Townsend in the mix, Holler like. We also need to be running the ball a lot uh, because we have the number one rushing attack in the country. So we got to keep that stat. We got to keep that stat alive. Yeah, I, I have I have no idea. I mean, and you know, again, they might not show that much this week. Um, obviously, we're gonna want him to throw the ball, but they might not show like I don't know any con- complicated route concepts or anything that they don't want Kansas State to see. But you know, we could very well be mismatch versus Kansas State. And be forced to throw the ball because, like, if they just shut down the run early, then we might just have to be slinging it, you know, fifty times. Who knows, man? Um, I guess we, we got to wait and see. That was a really good question, though. We'll save that for the next week's pre pregame analysis from yeah, us. Yeah. Next question is from UCF Pat: Is Hinshaw really calling the plays? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um. I mean, it, it seems like it. Uh. I feel like Gus still has like kind of his fingerprints on the offense with all the, you know, getting cute plays, but I don't know, whatever. Who knows? You know, those things I think are... a lot of it like you said, you're not an X's and O's guy, me neither, but a lot of it does seem pretty similar. Who knows? But then again, he could just be tailoring it to JRP, like it, exactly. That's the thing. Like, you know, JRP's a, a dual threat guy. So I don't know. So is Timmy, though. Dude, we need squints. Bad. <laughs> he would make sense of all of this. I know. I know. All right, next one. Um, Todd Thrasher. All faith in Timmy, but which quarterback that transferred and is now starting elsewhere do you most wish had stayed to be taking over while JRP is out? Oh, Keen. It, easily. Not DG. I'm telling you, DG, he lights it up against shit teams, and then that's it. He folds when it when it's under pressure. Keep giving him bulletin board material, man. <laughs> Bro, DG's clearly the best quarterback. Like, take out feelings, and Mikey's doing well, but he's at Fresno State. Like, DG is clearly the best quarterback we have, or that transferred out of these guys. Or I guess you could say McKenzie. Well, he yeah. say do you most Do you most wish had stayed? To be taking over while D- JRP is I guess is out. DG. Uh, I don't know. He's still playing now. Never won a big game. Stanford. Know. Give him some bulletin board. Whatever. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm still. You can tell. I'm still mad about this. <laughs> about him leaving in the first place. Yeah. No shit. Uh, this next one's from Corey Esquinazi, PhD. Thoughts about quote unquote fans tweeting about the team's performance mid game, calling for head coach firings, and how bad you think the quarterback is? Fernando tagged in this. <laughs> I love Fernando though; he's funny. <laughs> um, I, you know, in the heat of battle, battle being us as fans, like watching, we all say dumb stuff. We get emotional. It's okay. How bad do you think the quarterback is? Was he talking about Boise State's quarterback, though? Because that was one of the best games of his career, right? I don't know. Definitely was. 9 of 19 for 144 yards, one touchdown and a pick. Doesn't seem like the best of his career. 
He had two picks, but neither of them were his fault. I think you're talking about the Boise State quarterback. Oh. <laughs> That's well, what you just said. Oh, Plumley. No, I thought you went back to Plumley. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Plumley had a really good I thought Plumley had a great game. Right, I was being, you turn those two touchdowns or two picks into two touchdowns, a great stat line. That's what I'm saying. And I know Fernando wasn't talking about the Boise State quarterback. Oh. So like what? I misheard you what you yeah, said though. No, yeah. He was saying how bad the quarterback is. What was he talking about? Boise State? Because it wasn't JRP. I got you. But it obviously was who he was talking about. All right. That probably yeah, just made no me, sense to anyone listening. <laughs> for me, I don't know. I don't really tweet. You send a lot of tweets during the during the game. Fire I, them off. I really don't. I maybe do one halftime one. Other than that, I wait until the end just because I have to gather my thoughts of like the complete game. Yeah. But, I mean, that's me and you's dynamic. Is yeah, way different. <laughs> way different. So, uh, all right, next question is from Casey Stewart. How was the atmosphere in Boise? Who did you sacrifice to make Boomer's field goal knuckle back in? How insane was that? Dude, so I didn't know until we got um, – we all got back to the house, the Airbnb. There was like eight of us dudes staying in there. It was actually really fun. And um, we put back – so they had YouTube TV in there, and we put it on um, – key plays which is awesome it showed like 43 of the you know important plays of the game obviously there's the last one the field goal and he kicks it and we're like what dude it was like going right and then it just (laughs) god or something just like struck down and was like nope we need to win this thing because UCF's been through a lot and this is gonna hurt I I don't know man I was shocked and if I had seen that in person I probably would have had a heart attack Dude, I was uh, I was in my living room floor like <laughs> right before right before he kicked it. I'm like, all right, I, I'm not religious, but I had to get it like down on my hands and knees, and I just looked up and I'm like, please, please, this has to go in. Give out a little hail mary. And right whatever. when I right when it's up in the air, I'm like, mother, oh, it's in, <laughs> it's in. <laughs> yeah, that made absolutely no sense, and all I can say is. The, the prayers were heard, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, I jumped. I was... So, like, there was this walkway that's... The front row rail, in front of it's not the field. It's, like, the walkway. So, the stairs go down in front of the front row. Anyway, so there's, like, this railing, and I just... There was no UCF people around me, so I just jumped down. It was, like, eight feet, and uh, was just running, like, trying to find someone to hug, but it was awesome. Thank God I couldn't see it from that angle because I literally might have just had a stroke as it looked like it was curving right. Like at the same – the both these thoughts were going through my head. It, on one side of my brain was like, it's okay. Like he's had a great game. We can't expect him to make this or be mad at him. The other half is like, holy crap, if we don't make this and we came out all this way, had all these mistakes just to lose, like I'm never going to forget this. But I guess that's kind of how Boise feels times two. So <laughs> – they seem like they think that they should have been us. Like they're the they're the group of five darling. Like they're nah, the they, ones that. A lot of them didn't like the national championship thing, and I get that. And I was like, I mean, honestly, like some people defended to the freaking death on Twitter. I'm like, guys, like it was a marketing thing. Yes, it's in the rule book, but I mean, technically, we claimed a national championship. A lot of schools did it. Doesn't make them like legit. And I'm not saying it's not legit. 
I just don't care that much. Like the purpose of it was marketing and it did its job because people are still talking about it. I don't think Boise liked that, but I also tell him like, Boise, you guys didn't get left out of the playoff. Like if there was a four-team playoff, they actually probably would have made it because they were always lingering around that like number three position. And the one year they were actually one or two, they lost their final game of the season to Nevada, to Colin Kaepernick, and that put them out when it was the one year they could have been in the actual national title, which stinks. But I mean, there's probably some jealousy, but like, I mean, I look at them, I, I think they kind of paved the way for us. Like if they don't win that first Fiesta Bowl game against Oklahoma in 2007, they're probably like, you know, if they get blown out, I bet like the, you know, BCS conferences and the bowl games are like, we're never giving these G5 schools a chance. Like, here's what happens. We give them a chance and then they, you know, they get blown out and the ratings are bad, but they didn't just win one, they won three, which is awesome. I don't know. I'm sure some of them don't like us, but I, I think they also see a little bit of us and themselves too. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Is there any more questions? Uh, there was one. Uh, at Justin Coles, any plans for Friday night meetup in Norman? Uh, there was one in Boise hosted by UCF alumni that was super busy and fun. I think they're doing one in Oklahoma. Actually, I'm 99% sure they are. Um, if not, then we'll all definitely do a meetup at a bar because I heard there's more people going to that game than there is Boise, and the Boise turnout was awesome considering how far it was. So definitely excited for that. Whatever it is, we'll, we'll be sure to let you guys know. Um, all right, I think that's it. Let's wrap up. Um, golfing at all lately? No golfing. Uh, we should get a scramble group together. It's coming back around season, so I know. all those are coming back around. Yep, yep. Um, we can play in the Mick Ultra one that we sponsor. When is it, though? They're all on the weekend now. It's a problem. No, it's a Friday. <sighs> I'm yeah, in. I talked to my boss. I I can actually I, I had to work it last year, but I didn't know that I could actually play. But oh, when is it? It's not free, but <laughs> I don't care. It's that old corkscrew. When? Yeah, I can play in it. When? Oh, it's a Friday. It's in like November. It's on a Friday. Well, I know, but you know, if it's a critical away game, just saying. Oh well, yeah, I'll get you the. I'll get you the. All right, all right. There's plenty of other ones. Anything else? I. Uh... I'm not going to the game this weekend. It just, you know, you got to kind of pick your battles, especially when, you know, trying to go to all these big 12 away games. So I uh, don't, don't think I'll be needed in Orlando. Definitely going to Baylor. Uh, which one is, are you going to this year? West Virginia. Okay. That'll be fun. I might actually think about going to Baylor now because. Let's go. Uh, I got to look at the schedule. I might have to go on a work trip to Atlanta like the following Monday. So maybe if I fly out of Orlando on Sunday. Oh, dude. You won't be hung over at all for that work thing. It's possible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get back. I'm planning on getting back Thursday, and then we leave to go on vacation to Rhode Island for a week on the next day. Rough. So that could be a lot. <laughs> rough, rough, rough. Yeah. Nothing for you, though. Dude, I can't. Man, I'm still tired from all the travel. I was traveling almost as much as I was in Boise. I don't know. I've had two full nights of sleep. I haven't had a sip of alcohol since I was there, and I'm still exhausted. But 
it be that way sometimes. You hey, know? work hard, play hard. Yeah, exactly. The good thing is, is like summertime is super slow for work for me. So barely having to do anything. All the stuff I do is like emails or like this guy wanted me to look at a couple houses today, but he's up north. So I just, you know, went and took a couple videos, took some notes down, sent it to him and deal with everything on the computer. But, you know, timing wise, it's good. Fall starts to ramp up and then I'll be in mid-season form. So won't be any issues. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Villanova this week. Little dose of Timmy. And um, Timmy time. get back on the horse headed towards 3-0. Timmy train? Can we call it the Timmy train? Sure. Timmy train time. I don't know. All right. Uh, we'll think about it. I want to hop in the hot tub. So thanks for listening. Go Knights. Charge on. Something they shot.